Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, peeps. We are back again with another question from a listener. And I hope you guys enjoyed that last episode because we're going to dive into another subject here that someone was asking on the Unmothered community. If you're not a part of the Unmothered community, I have a Facebook group that is private. I'm not on there a lot because I have a lot of other things going on. So I try to jump on there as much as I can, throw in a couple little suggestions like, um, we can talk about subjects there. It is private. So you have to answer three questions and then you can join. And, uh, the girls on there are really great and we're all just kind of feeling our way through right now. And so I'm keeping that going. If you are an unmothered and you're interested in finding a little bit of a community, I try to throw in some stories in there, ask a question, like things like that. Um, it's, I'm still working out the kinks of how I want that to look. I may start doing lives on there. I don't know, but, uh, please feel free to join. And one of our uh, people in that community asked a few questions. So I've been trying to answer those in these episodes. And so today we're going to dive into healing relationships to heal or not to heal. That is the question (laughs) to heal or not to heal a relationship with your mom or your siblings? Ugh, this is a tough one. So how do we find the heart to heal those who have hurt us? We're going to explain what it means to forgive people who hurt you deeply. Do you need to forgive them? Should you? What does that look like? Let's talk about it. I was asked by one of my unmothered women what to do when they're having a hard time wanting to heal a relationship with their mom and sometimes with their siblings. And this can be a tricky, touchy subject. So I want to make sure that we're always doing something that will begin our own healing process and not focus on revenge or bitterness or trying to fix the other person. Our healing depends on getting real about what the situation is and how we can work through it. So This is where I'm going to start with that question because I know this was a huge thing in my life of like, how do I heal this relationship with my mom? Like, why can't, and my siblings too, why can't, you know, why can't we all get along? Why can't, you know, we love each other? Why can't they be a certain way? (laughs) We could all get along if everybody just toes the line the way I want to. But here's the thing, your own healing process is the most important part of healing relationships. It doesn't matter if they want to join you on this journey, and oftentimes they probably won't, and you can't stifle the progress you need to make in order to get the healing done. So the work I've been doing with Carrie Scott Garcia and doing story work always goes back to this you know, healing process, but the healing process and, and forgiving and how do you, how do you heal this relationship with your mom? 
I'm going to point blank tell you right now, you may never, you may never. I said it there. I said it. (laughs) I got to a place where I took care of my mom. I loved on my mom. But to be quite honest, my mom was never super grateful for that. There were moments where she was grateful. I knew she loved me and wanted me there. But there were many times when she didn't know how to act. And so she would blatantly be rude to me. And I'm taking care of her. And I remember one day telling her, you can say what you want, but you're not going to push me away. It was almost like she was willing me to go away so that she could say, see, no one loves me. This is how it is. Every single time I try to be nice to someone or I try to care about someone, they just walk away or run away. And it was her mantra. And so when I wasn't leaving, it was like, huh, she didn't know how to deal with that. So she would intentionally do things to sabotage our relationship. And let me tell you, trying to go through the healing, (laughs) I'm like praying to God. I'm like, what is wrong with this woman? Like she's making me crazy, but I knew she needed help because you know, she had a broken hip and she couldn't leave the house and she needed someone to cook and clean for her. And I would go to her house every day and it was either a good day or a bad day. And the healing process began with me. I had to decide, am I doing this to be just to portray being a good daughter or am I doing this for my healing? And one of the things that I came up with was I wanted my girls because my girls were young as this whole thing happened, as I've told you before, when my mom came back into my life with her first broken hip, my oldest daughter was just a few months old. I had a newborn baby. Like I can't tell you when, cause again, never can remember dates or anything like that. But I just remember Ariel was very, very young and my mom came back into my life. And then, you know, through the years and Dominique was born and it was like, I always was taking care of my mom. She was always in some kind of struggle and it was starting to become health struggles because the other struggles I had walked away from, I'm like, this is your life. I'm doing my life. I, I don't have time to deal with your issues, but now she's getting sick cause she's getting older. So I felt this need to really help her. But in the meantime, I started healing because I wanted my girls to see that there is a grace also. Now, I'm not talking abusive. If there's a mom or a sibling that's abusive to you, I'm really going to tell you to limit that time or eliminate that time with that person because I'm just not a fan of that. And I don't think you can pray that away. I think when someone is abusive and they're showing you who they are, they're showing you who they are. So please run away from that and do not, do not try to heal that because there are some people who would throw you under the bus that are your relatives and walk away, literally throw you under the bus and walk away. So please don't put yourself in a dangerous situation in the, in the realm of like, Oh, I'm just trying to heal this relationship. Like, no, don't do that. But when I talk about my mom, my mom was like verbally 
abusive at times because she didn't know better. There was nothing taught to her of, there were times when she had empathy and there were times when she didn't. And I really think that was just part of her mental illness too. And so I had to look within me and say, what is this? Is this relationship worth the healing for me? And the answer to that was yes. The healing came because I realized there were these moments, and this is the thing, is there were moments where there was great love there. It shined through so brightly. I was like, there she is. Now, if you know my story, you know my mom got dementia, early onset Alzheimer's. And so I could see moments where she had clarity and moments where she went back into her anger and bitterness and just, it was, she was hard to, to deal with at times. But I also took into account that that was because she was ill. And so I could work around that. It wasn't an intentional, like she wasn't trying to hurt me. She just didn't know how to love in a healthy way. So really look at the situation, but the healing comes from you. You can't heal a relationship with someone who's not in it with you. My mom was in it just enough to keep me tethered to her a little bit. Um, And I had to learn to break away from that once she died. And that was something that I had started, I was struggling with. And I, um, through my training, was pointed out to me that I had soul ties to my mom. Even after she passed, I was trying to like, make her proud of me. And, you know, just, there was this tie to her of like, why doesn't she, like, I wanted her to be impressed with me, but she was gone already. And so I think sometimes we want that healing process because we never got the love. And so this is your little girl talking when you say, well, I want to heal this relationship with my mom, what you're really saying is, I want my mom to be proud of me. I want my mom to love me. I want my mom to acknowledge me and recognize me. And sometimes that's not going to happen. Same with your siblings. Sometimes your siblings, there's rivalry. We all know that. And sometimes your siblings are out to hurt you. They don't care about your well-being. So the healing process in a relationship starts with you. And then from there, you have to decide, do you want the healing to just be for you or do you want it to include your family? That's an important question. The way they accept the process will tell you a lot on whether you should continue a conversation about this or not. If you go to them and you say, Hey, I just want to do life differently. Can we just like start from zero and start having real conversations? And they're like, ugh we're not going to do that. Why do we want, you know, and they just start battling with you. They don't want to hear it. And you've approached the subject a couple times. You can be like, all right, I think this is going to be a solo project. I don't think that the healing process is going to look the way you think it will. And this is the thing that I find with a lot of people that struggle with, um, their spirituality And the healing process is they think that it has to be a complete circle and it's just not. And so I'm here to tell you, God can do all things, but that doesn't mean he does all things in the way you want it. And so 
Sometimes that healing circle is just going to be you alone. You may not be able to bring them along on the ride and it's heartbreaking, but it's honest truth. So you have to make that decision. Um, I don't know that there is an easy answer to this question because healing is really about your own journey. And then maybe if they see the healing in you, not reacting the same way in those relationships when you get together, not in enticing those arguments, not joining in, you know, a lot of times the reason my mom calmed down is because she loved a good fight. Like that, that just drove her. Like she loved drama. And when I didn't play anymore, my siblings would just get mad at her. They get frustrated. They're like, we're never going to see her again. They just walked away. They were like, she's crazy. And, um, I don't blame them. And, but I just thought I'm going to do this differently. And so when she started to amp up and try to fight with me, I would tell her, I'm not fighting with you. You're fighting with yourself. Like, I just want to have a relationship with you. So we had the best relationship we could have. It wasn't the best relationship. So I just want you to be clear on that. I am grateful that I had time with my mom. But I will tell you that was not an easy relationship and the healing process was for me. It was not, it never healed her. It didn't make our relationship better. It just kept it on an even keel where I could take care of her. And there were moments when she was really grateful and I was really grateful that she voiced that. And the other times was really hard. And so, um, if you have a mom who's difficult and not abusive, in a huge way, then maybe you could have some kind of a relationship where it just works. It's not the perfect thing. You're not going to get to another level, but it just works and you're okay. Same with your siblings. Maybe you can just be, you know, I don't even know the word for it. You can just get along and, um, and you know, when necessary, you can be around each other. And when not necessary, you don't have to like pursue the relationship if it's just a big turmoil every time you get together. So work on you, on the reactions that you have on the way you want to run your life and the things that you want to do to make yourself healthier in a way where your family can benefit from And don't worry so much about the past relationships if they're broken to the point of not being able to heal. And are you wanting the healing to make yourself feel better, like comforted temporarily, or do you really want to change the relationship? And when is it a, a, when's it a time to break away or walk away in love? And so that's a question you need to ask yourself is, are you doing this just so that you can feel comforted because you feel so uncomfortable, dig into that uncomfortableness. (laughs) There's a reason for that. Don't try to get to the comfort zone right away. You're rushing the process. That's not healing. That's not helping. And you, again, you have to see if the other person really wants this relationship or is this relationship even worth saving? And also if it's not, when is it time to break away in love? You can say, uh, Godspeed, (laughs) have a great life. I need to get healthy and I'm going to walk away for a little bit. It's perfectly okay, guys. I know it's the hardest thing in the world to say goodbye to your family sometimes, 
But I'm here to tell you, it's been the healthiest thing I've ever done to eliminate some people from my life that were so toxic that every time I got off the phone with them because they were so abusive to me, I would be a puddle of tears. And my husband would tell me, why do you continue to let this person berate you? And I would say, because it's my family. And that is not a good enough reason. And it took something really huge for me to finally tell this person, I am never talking to you again, because what you have done now has sealed the deal that I cannot healthily go back and heal this relationship. I need to walk away from you. I love you, but I need to walk away from you because I don't trust you. It's the most healing thing that you can do for yourself, that you will ever do for yourself if somebody is highly dangerous in your life and abusive. And that has happened in my life. And I have done that. And I feel better for it. And it's been years. And I feel better for it because it was necessary. So I hope this episode helped. I hope that um, it's given you some food for thought. And remember, I am not an expert on any of this. I'm not a counselor. I am a coach. But I uh, just want you to take this where you want and not use it as gospel because um, you have to go on your own journey. I'm just giving you things and tidbits of things that I have gone through and experiences I've gone through and the therapies and things that I have gone through and training to get to this place, to be the healthiest I can be, to heal my heart and to live a life that is full of love and grace. And so... Um, I am praying this for you guys too. I hope you love this episode and I will see you next time. If you need any notes, they will be down below. Please leave a comment. Please rate this podcast. We are trying to grow this community, um, as big as God wants it to grow. And we would just love for you guys to join in and subscribe and just listen in on more information and more fun stuff. So I will talk to you guys later. Bye peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye peeps.